0: Welcome to the Branches podcast. Branches is a community of faith, hope, and love in the South Orange County. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about our faith or our community, visit our website at branchesoc.com.
1: Okay, so for this morning, uh, we are going to focus on being the body of Christ. And the verses that we're going to have, that we're going to be studying this morning, we've already been studying. And the reason we're going through them again is because they fit. We're talking about being a simple church. And when we talk about being a simple church, sometimes the same things keep coming up because we need to be reminded and focus on them. So these verses shouldn't be new to you, but we're going to keep going deeper into them. And uh, we're actually going to have a panel this morning to help put skin onto these truths. Uh, we are, if you were if remember any phrase, this is the phrase we want you to leave with. God has designed us to belong and not just believe. God has designed us to belong and not just believe. Because sometimes this can be a a community of faith where we just believe, but we don't really belong or or we don't understand the importance of that. The best way that I can describe it, so there's a verse that we're gonna look at here in a second um, that is from 1 Corinthians 12. Remember, we talked about the body of Christ. If you wanna know where those are, There's two places specifically that we can go to um, that are just so well written. It's all through scripture, but they're called the Twelves. 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12. So this one's 1 Corinthians 12. And it talks about being the body of Christ and how the foot can't say to the hand, hey, I don't want to be a part of you. And the hand can't say to the foot, I don't belong here. And you know how like certain times you'll um, see a newscast or an article or a video where they tell you, Warning, graphic images to come. I'm going to present to you, not up there, but graphic images that I'm going to describe to you. Because although it's graphic, I thought this is the best way to explain. I heard someone describe it this way. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but if you've ever seen a hand or a foot um, separated from the body. If you've ever seen a hand, just I mean most of you probably haven't. Um, But in your head right now you're picturing that and inside of you it's like, ooh, something's not right. Like, it's grotesque. And not just in the physical sense of, like, oh, I see blood, but the, something's not right. When you see the hands separate from the body or the foot, or I remember being in college when we were studying the brain, and they said, here, here's the brain. And I was like, for real? Like, it just something, when you take something away from the body, you know something's not right because the body was meant to be together. Do you realize that you were meant to be in the body of christ not just an audience not just a consumer but actually involved not just believe the same things as the people around you hey how you doing hey but actually to belong almost like in cheers where you walk in and they yell your name norm dave dutch like that's what it should be like and not just sunday morning but that phrase that we throw around you know do life together so we want to break down what it means to belong and so one of the things that um we did is so Steve and Scott were putting those videos together for us and they showed up that morning and Scott's like oh I'm just gonna show up and take up some pictures and I'm gonna help Steve and then he got blindsided because that's what I do and he walked in and I said you know what can we video you um and he's so humble and nice he's like uh sure and then just boom we put him in front of the camera and I said can you talk about what it means I didn't give him this phrase but what does it mean to belong and not just believe? Because you know, you've been so impacted by these group of people that you're walking with, that you're doing life together. Can you describe that? And so this is the video um, where we blindsided Scott. So introduce yourself, Scotty.
2: My name is Scott Hendricks, and uh, my wife is Sarah Hendricks. And we've been going to Branches for almost four years now, and grew up in San Clemente and haven't really left ever. There's no reason to. No. <laughs> I had a conversation with a good friend of mine um, after he was dropping me off and we were hanging out and we spent about two hours sitting in our parking space outside our apartment talking about how we felt this lack of deepness, and to both of us it it was being able to understand what was actually going on in that person's life. We knew how work was, we knew how the family was, but we didn't know how they were, and really understanding the struggles that they're going through. There was always this top-level discussion of, Yeah, work's going great, I'm I'm loving life, you know, family's great. Um, We didn't want that. What we desired was this realism, this, you know, work sucked today. Like, you know, my boss yelled at me, or, you know, today's not going so great with my marriage, you know. We got in a fight, or whatever it might be. Just being able to be honest with each other is, I think, necessary had very surface level relationships and and that's something that Sarah and I both lacked in our life for several years and when we found branches we we definitely got involved but it wasn't until we had a few friends show up that we weren't really friends before but once they showed up to church and we all started talking we realized we all had kind of the same goal of getting deeper uh, and just being honest with each other once we started talking and meeting and hanging out more and off, more often, um, it just kind of grew into this really healthy, honest group that we almost call, just, we just call a life group now at this point. Uh, it's not a Bible study or anything, it's just these people we do life with and, and almost have this burden shared among other people that, that you trust. I mean it ranges from accountability to meeting on a weekly basis, being able to go deep on that and uh, share experiences and just come alongside each other in those times of um, either struggling or happiness or whatever it is. Um, I I know they're there Uh, and and beyond that just being able to have dinner with each other, going out and doing random things like adventuring, hiking taking photos, just things that we are able to experience together that help us grow. The hardest thing about being close to my friends has been personalities, probably. Um, Everyone's got such different personalities, um, and some of them might not mesh well, but just accepting them and going, this is who this person is, and I'm going to love them regardless, and we're going to do this together, and that's, that's probably the hardest thing, is just accepting each person in my life for who they are and trying to look past things that I consider flaws. Most everyone in Orange County doesn't have time. Uh, we always have this idea of we're always busy, and it's hard for us to find time to do things that we don't really, love necessarily Um, and being able to force yourself into saying no I gotta meet with the guys tomorrow uh, because I'm really hurting but at the same time I really don't want to tell them anything I just want to hold on to this one for a week two weeks three weeks Um, but really forcing yourself to open up and consistently meet with your friends or your family in the end is really beneficial um, to your soul, your mind, and however hard it is, just the result is always what you're going for. just because I know they've got my back and I know they will love me regardless.
1: Autistic was that, right? Right at the very end, Jojo coming in. <laughs> Put my hand on. I want to invite uh, our panel up. And they are not public speakers. And they want you to know that because their hearts are pounding right now. So if you kind of cheer them on. So, so our hope is, is um, so we've been dialoguing this week. And talking through what this looks like. And I invited each of them for different reasons. Um, None of them were like, woohoo, thank you. But I invited them each because I know them well enough to know that they know what it means to belong and believe. Because they've experienced it and they've given it. They've been involved either since they were kids or recently. And we're not just talking about small groups. We're not just talking about life groups. We're not just talking about men's groups or women's groups or Sunday morning. This is about what it means to walk with other believers, other people that follow Christ. Because when we talk about the body of Christ, that's what the Word is talking about. When you enter into a relationship with Christ, you enter into a family. You are adopted into a family. And with that family, we are one group and and we need to be together. And they've experienced that. And so we have the, the... we chose three scriptures, and I'm going to read those, and then there we're going to talk with each other. At times they may look out at you. We, you know, This wasn't scripted, meaning we don't really know exactly where we're going, except for the three scriptures, and they've been thinking through, if, if there was one thing that's really helped me to understand this scripture, or what it means to belong, this is it, and they're going to try to share that. So um, let's look again more specifically at 1 Corinthians 12, if you could put that up. But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. So, y'all, before you talk the first time, if you just say your name, and anything else you feel like you need to say, but if you want to just say, this is my name, and move forward, you can. But from the scripture, is there anything from your experience where you see the truth of this?
3: I'll start, I guess. <laughs> I'm Jojo. Um, when we were talking about this earlier, it, we were talking about how when you're in a group of people, and I think Scott definitely touched on. Everyone has different personalities. Everyone has different gifts. Everyone brings something different to the table, and I think that's clear in this church body. That's clear um, in friendships and family and in small groups as well. And um, one thing I mentioned earlier than I thought about was that through friendships and through small group, we talked the other week about spiritual gifts. And a lot of times it's hard to recognize your own spiritual gifts. And um, it takes people being around you to help you recognize those spiritual gifts. And um, hearing that you are good at something or you have your kind of have a disposition towards something over and over again, even though it might not be something that you think you are or right, want so to.
1: Tell, tell them, be specific. <laughs> what did they tell you that opened up your eyes? Are like you like, oh really, that's me? Um,
3: I think largely through um, this church body, um, having the gift of administration and leadership um, is something, I don't want to be a leader, but over and over again, people have um, told me that, hey, you're good at this and then opportunities have come up and that has, the opportunity has presented itself to be a leader or a step up in a situation and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I do have this gift, even though I don't necessarily want it, but I'm called to use it and go for it, and it takes that encouragement from people, Um, and then also recognizing that in other people, um, and encouraging them, and that is part of being that body.
4: Something to touch on. Hello? Okay. I'm Sarah. Um, Something to touch on also, for me, I've in my groups, they've showed me things about myself that I'd never knew about. And um, it draws me to be that way throughout the day. It, um, and it's the light, the light of God that is shining that these people see in me. And so after I see my friends, I, I leave with that light shining and uh, it gives me the encouragement throughout the day and my weeks seeing these people and showing the good, goodness that I don't see in myself.
1: Yeah, it was cool talking with, with you, Jojo, and, and thinking about the spiritual gifts that you were talking about. And I had to ask you, because I know you're too humble to say, oh, you know, I'm good at administration. Because you, you kind of like dropped your head, looked <laughs> away. Because we don't want to hear that, right? I mean, we want to hear it, but we get kind of like a little kid, like, oh, really? I mean, we, we kind of do the Riley Ray thing and turn away and <laughs> give him a number. But um, it's, I'm really glad you shared that because you know, a few weeks ago when we talked about spiritual gifts, and we talked about it, like you'll learn... Part of the way you learn your spiritual gifts is by being with other people where they recognize it, and that's cool. And it's also cool, like to be in a group because some people go, you know, I have the gift of, of, um, uh, I'm really organized. I'm, and you can be close enough to go, you know what? I don't really think you do. <laughs> if you know them well enough, you know, because you wouldn't want people to walk around thinking, hey, I'm, I've got a great voice. But if you're close enough with them, you go, no. It is, it's, it is pretty. I don't know if, so it's that honesty that only happens when you belong, you know, but you can also then highlight, but this is what, this is what I see, and then they have the choice what to do with that. Um, so let's go to the, the next verse. This is Hebrews uh, chapter 10, 24 and 25. Again, these verses should be really familiar to all of us. And let us consider how we may spur, and that word spurs means exactly what you think it would be, Imagine being a cowboy or cowgirl and you have spurs and you, you know, push your animal forward. So, but this is talking about us spurring each other. One, let's spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Have you seen that? in your own life and again we're focusing on our own life have you seen that scripture to be true whether it be the spurring another on uh, toward loving good deeds or you know the habit of meeting together or not meeting together and what it means to encourage to put courage into each other as we see the day approaching i'll
0: answer that one kind of um i think for for us um it it's we've been in a life group for a very very long time since before we had kids and um, but we've also been a part of the church body for a very long time and um, it's definitely like a, it's a decision just kinda of like a marriage you know it's like this decision to like be intimate with each other and to dive into each other and and to be real and vulnerable and all those things um, but for us You know it's interesting because like for me personally I was able to see like the day approach like with Boog being really really sick and I don't think that it was like an accident that on the worst day of everything I literally walked in to our life group meeting because I had finally left and it was we had we have met since you know for over 15 years on New Year's Eve as a group and I remember walking in And, and it was, it was so God ordained because like that, it was really hard to get there. Had to leave, had to, you know, and that commitment to being there because I knew I needed to be among, among my people. (laughs) And I remember walking in and then getting like the worst news ever. Like I got, I literally, my foot hit the door. The glass of wine is in my hand and the phone rings and it was saying, you need to come back. But
1: come back, back may not know come
0: that. back and be with Boog because he wasn't gonna probably make it, maybe not make it through the night. They didn't know, and and it was just it was horrific. But I I I remember thinking first I didn't I didn't want to leave, but I'm so glad that I went to be with everyone. Um, that before I went back to face some of the hardest days of my life, that I had this group intentionally pray over our family before I had to go back and face something so horrible and I think we forget sometimes how incredibly important it is to not be alone and to have um, people to kind of hold you up when you're at your lowest or your highest. And I think about um, how that day could have come and, and I, I'm so grateful that I had a community. Um, with me, so.
4: Just the other day, um, I met with two of my girlfriends, and uh, one of them fam- has a family member who's sick, and we just were there to just put our, our hands on her and pray for her and be there for her. Brought her food. We, you know, we didn't have to say anything, but just being there for her was encouragement, and um, that's how we spur one another on. Sometimes words don't have to come, but, um, you know, there's times where we come, I meet with my women and half of us feel ugly or fat or whatever, (laughs) and we just- Yeah, we boys
1: have that conversation (laughs) all all the time. About ourselves, JoJo's so worried. (laughs)
4: Um, But we spur each other on and we we find the beauty in one another, not the flaws, not the darkness, but we, we find the light in one another.
1: Can you share a little bit about that? Because you were sharing with me about how there's things about yourself, like you just couldn't see yourself clearly. You shared a little bit about yeah. that earlier, but maybe unpack that a little bit.
4: Um, yeah, I guess I was just saying that I've found things in myself that I never tr- found true or I never saw that people have brought out of me. And it, when I leave, I, I feel those happy things and it makes me want to be that way. And that definitely is from Christ. I mean, Christ is, is honored and joyful when we take pride in him and come to him, and that's what we're doing as a body, coming together and finding the light, not the darkness.
1: So when they said these things about you, how did that spur you on towards using how they saw you? Because like you said, you're like, that can't be me. Yeah. That, is that no- it, it makes me want to be like that. It, it pushes me forward. Um, yeah. That's cool. So one of my favorite parts of this verse, because I, I, ex- I know it so well, um, it says, let us not stop meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Do any of you, can any of you relate with that? Like, does that make sense? Like, oh, yeah. Or you're like, no, it's really easy. I have no problem ever getting together. Any wedding, party, group, Sunday morning, I'm in. I never, so what does that look like practically?
5: Is this on? Yeah. Hi, I'm Megan. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's really hard to get there sometimes. And, like, JoJo and I have the conversation, I mean, just with the example of small group, but on a larger scale also.
1: Oh, yeah. They're married. Just so you know. Like, they're together. That's the distance there does not reflect their marriage. <laughs> we just set the chairs out, and they had to sit
5: that way. We don't have to touch each other all the time. Um, but, no, it's it takes don't know knowing that you need to be there to just show up and sometimes that's all you can do is just show up and I don't know I think that's like one of the greatest things about having um, a community that you can be intimate and vulnerable with is kind of just that being able to show up and you don't really need to bring anything else to the table but sometimes that's enough to kind of encourage you and know that you're not doing life alone and I think there's something really powerful about that for me, because I'm not always the first person to just say everything that I'm kind of carrying around, but just getting to the point where you're comfortable enough to do that, and sometimes it's just having people be there that's kind of enough.
3: Yeah, we were talking, and we have the conversation probably weekly about, oh, are we going to go to small group tonight? Are we going to church this morning? Oh, are we going to meet up with these people? Because it's easier not to. It's easier to stay at home and just hang out and take it easy. We've had a long day at work, you've had, you're tired or whatever, but um, there hasn't been a single time, small group specifically, um, where I was and ho- we were hemming and hollering about going and then we went and we were disappointed that we went. Never, not once. Every single time we leave refreshed, rejuvenated from meeting with people that um, are part of our lives. And it's, just super important to do that because those it's being in community with people that um yeah just like rejuvenates your soul and um no matter how hard it seems to be at the time
4: i think we strive to have relationships like this all our lives you know and as christians we we can come together and break all those walls down and find intimacy that people strive for all their lives for me, it's been very, I've had to be very intentional uh, with my group. I've had to force myself to go. But being intentional has forced me to be vulnerable and it's also allowed me to experience God more. So I don't think I would have that if I didn't have the group, groups that I have.
0: I think it's also going along with what Sarah said, Sometimes we kind of don't see clearly, like, on our own, and we need, like, a voice of reason on the outside. And I feel like when you're coming and meeting together and your sole purpose is to grow closer to the Lord and everyone in the group really desires to have, like, a deep relationship with the Lord and then with each other, sometimes they can, like, knock sense into you. Like, no, 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 what? (laughs) And um, I I value that time so much because um, I just don't think that I could do that alone. I, I, I can't emphasize enough like how important it is to have a community of people that can kind of like sometimes give you a little bit more direction because I feel like they might be hearing from the Lord something really specific and for them to speak wisdom into your life um, can be very life-changing and kind of like Sarah says, you, you leave different and um, you, you have, sometimes we just, we can't see clearly and the Lord uses people to help us see
1: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, um, We had another uh, couple people that were going to be in this group that are older than us, but we're the, we're the oldies for now. And some of you are like, oh, you're not old. I'm way older than you. Yeah, you probably are. But we're the only ones that could fit for this panel for today. And I can say, I was thinking, JoJo was saying, we've never had a time where we've left, you know, not energized. And I can say I have. <laughs> and I think Steph has to, Um, probably from me. But we've been in, in groups, in our, our group, you know, close friends, the, the guys I've walked with since college. And there's been times when um, there's that tension. Like, I love it, I, I didn't say anything before the video, but you saw Scott in the video a couple times look into the camera. You know, like, you know, sometimes personalities are difficult. And he looked into the camera. Well, that's because behind the camera is his good friend, Steve. And they're kind of like, you know. Um, I don't know if they were talking about each other or someone else, but that reality... And um, in our group of guys and in our, our life group of, of married couples with little kids or big kids now, um, there have been times where it's been really uncomfortable, where someone's doing something or I'm doing something or someone's saying, you're doing this, and you just leave going, ah, oh, I felt like that was just, but that's kind of what happens when you're actually doing life together. Like, we're not presenting this like, oh, belong, it's going to be good, all warm and fuck. Like... No, because the deeper you go over time then you're really doing life together and then you've got to like really accept them and then be accepted. And it's just, it's not always easy. It was never meant to be. And so we just want to give you the reality of what this can look like. Because, yeah, consider how we may spur one another on. Well, I've been spurred quite a few times and it's good. It might not have felt good, but it was good. So this is our last verse, and we'll close with this. Um, It's one that we use a lot because it it helps define, we talk about being a simple church. All these verses, you know, brings us back to the simplicity of what does it mean to be a church? A church is a group, a group that's called, a group that's called out. And so um, this early church, the early church, after Christ has risen, this group that was um, milling around and, and learning what it meant to be a group, to do life together, to belong. Um, this, is what was, this is how they described themselves. That's how Luke describes them. They, the church, committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles, the life together, common meal, which is another way we say eating, and the prayers, praying together. Um, so, and I love kind of, it puts skin on it again after that. And that's what I'd love you guys to speak into as we're kind of closing up. Everyone around was in awe. All the people, not just in this group, but the people outside. All those wonders and signs done through the apostles. And all the believers lived in a wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. They sold whatever they owned and pooled their resources so that each person's need was met. And I can speak to this specifically you know, we've walked in groups and, and you know, brought meals when people had kids. And um, we've had times of celebrating in their lives for their kids' lives. And we've had times of mourning with them just to be with them. to. Um, and we've, we've had our friends specifically sell things and pool their resources to help meet our needs, you know, during that rough time that we went through. Um, this is like real life. This is the way it was meant to be. And it can be as simple as a couple of our friends say, hey, back when we you know, were mowing the lawns all the time, we're like, okay, I'll buy the lawnmower, you buy that, and then we will just, like, that idea of doing life together. How have you experienced this, or, or how do you want to experience this? Like, what have you been challenged to do? And anything else you haven't gotten to that you want to make sure you share?
3: Um, one specific way that... Um our friends, and then our small group also over the years have been able to commit to each other is in prayer. Um, After every small group, we give prayer requests and praise reports. And it's been amazing to see what God has done um, through our common prayers together and how many prayers he's answered. And it's Greg um, has been leading us for a while in small group, and something that we've been very committed to is praying for each other. And it's been truly amazing to see the prayers that God has answered. And then in my friendships, too, um, I don't know. If, I feel like if you don't have people praying for you and your needs and you are not praying for those close to you, then something's wrong because you need to be prayed for and you need to be praying for others. And um, I think God's going to meet needs in that way as well.
5: To kind of piggyback off of that, um, in our small group, I feel like lately it's been almost like 50-50 praise reports and prayer requests, which is really rad. I feel like it's just cool to see God working and kind of like everybody's faith being stretched a little bit, and that's been something that is really cool. Like if you're walking alongside people for a long enough period of time, just to kind of see, see the way that God works through those relationships has been really kind of meaningful.
4: Um, for, for me, something that's been really neat is, uh, waking up in the morning and having other people on my heart, other families and other women, um, or waking up in the middle of the night and saying prayers for them. It's, it's, it's a really neat thing that it's not all about you and and having your ears open to your group and you learn as you listen, you know, before speaking and, uh, it's just another way to be, be closer to Christ.
1: Okay, so we have this group of people, some people listening on the podcast. Okay, that's great, that's great. But how how do I get started? You know, and I didn't even think about this till Sarah brought it up when we were discussing this week. So how did that look for you? And how did you get into community? Because it wasn't just like, oh I'm gonna join a small group, it's not that simple. What or maybe it was, <laughs> I don't know. But what practical advice would any of you want to share with how to get started what it can look like
4: well for me uh, I'm new moved back to California just a few years ago so Um, I think for me I was asked to be in one which which kind of snowballed the whole emotions of joining a group and feeling the need for it but I've also made in intentional moves for it to be a part of my life. Um, just because the more I go, the more I want to come to church on Sunday, the more I want to be around these people. So for me, I asked two girls to, to meet once a week and um, two girls that I kind of knew, but now I'm knowing more and it was very intentional. I had to be intentional, mm-hmm. uh, but it it was such a blessing. So I would, Encourage anyone if they're feeling the longing or the need to find support or a group or a friend, um, to just ask one person and just pray about it and see what happens out of it because a lot can come from it.
1: And obviously, you were very intentional and persistent because I was think I remember I forgot all about that moment until I was talking about to one of the girls that you invited. She was I felt so bad because I said no, you know, like that could happen. Hey, you want to get together? No, oh. what? I'm not doing this. And yet that person was a stage of life where they just had a child and they couldn't, and it was just, but yet you recognized that need and just kept moving forward. So you were invited, but you also try to invite, and it, it yeah, doesn't and always work it, like yeah, you think it should.
4: It's fine. I mean, God has the, time, the timing for it all, and it'll work out. But taking that first step, I think, is the, the intentional moment where you need to just take that first step and ask one person. Right. I mean, now that we have the sign-ups, maybe there's... Other
0: ways. <laughs> I also think that um, I kind of feel like from the video I learned a little I mean for me I feel like some of us a lot of us have a community of people that we meet with that we love to be with but the, but the depth of you know, where they are with the Lord isn't quite entered in and so I find that like you know, maybe being intentional about praying how God would maybe use that to become something a little bit more if you're already doing it um, and then also, um, for me, I was not really personally feeling like I had the time or the energy to to do a group. Um, but the Lord was really clear. Like, no, this is what needs to happen. And very specific about the people. So, I, we, you know, we're in community with lots of different groups of people. But um, I feel like... You know, when you're seeking to come closer to the Lord, he will put the people in front of you that need to be those people to kind of help spur you on. And um, if that's a desire of your heart, which I think it is of every single one of us, to connect. Um, so, you know, really consider what that means. And, and if you're like, that person loves Jesus and I want to be around them, then be intentional and, and seek them out. Because... It's an important thing for them and for you. So I feel like there's so much more than just being like, join a small group. Mm -mm. This is like, these are the people that I'm gonna be with forever. Like I want to invest in them. They want, I I need them to invest in me. Um,
4: The smaller group I have, it took almost a year and a half to form just because the timing and, but we just kept being intentional about it.
1: And we were part of a group one time where we were in the group And um, both of us were like, "Uh, this is going to work. Love you guys. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like we were with this one group of people, you're trying to remember, I'll tell you later. (laughs) It was scarring to me. You've just shut it out. You've repressed the whole thing. (laughs) But there was a, um, we were with this one group and we're like, "Uh, I don't feel safe. And, or, and, you know, with our guys group, we've shared this before, we had this group of guys and one of the guys too, just like something's not right. We can't, so. It's not this super, super simple thing like, oh, just go sign up in a small group or the men, one of the men's groups or one of the women's groups. Or, hey, start your own group. Like, you may start and it, the wheels may just fall off. But that doesn't change the reality of, of God's word and what we're talking about today. The reality is, is that we were designed to belong and not just believe. And I'm going to close with this. Um, you know, Sarah had talked about her faith and how it's grown by being in community, by serving and being in community. Because when you're in community with other believers, you start serving alongside each other because you don't have to make yourself do it. It just happens. But in that, you grow closer to Christ. And if you look all through Scripture, walking with God is not a solo mission. We've, as a culture, tried to turn it into that's just me and God. That's not the way God presents it to us. That's not how he's revealed himself. That's why... All the time when we're looking at the original language of the Bible, when it says you, I always say y'all, wherever it's actually plural. Because it's plural, like, all the time. Even in the Lord's Prayer, all the yous, Y-O-U's that are in there, those are plural. So if you actually translate it correctly, it'd be y'all. Because God intended us to be y'all. Which I know really makes Dave happy on this day, as a guy that wears <laughs> boots all the time. And although he grew up here in San Clemente, he considers himself a country boy and talks... <laughs> With a big belt buckled and no shirt most of the time and his cowboy hat. But the Bible is filled with y'alls. And we need to know that. And we need to move in that direction because that's how God designed us. So I want to pray for us. Um, Like Sarah mentioned, there are sign ups, there are ways to get involved in these groups. Those connect cards, that's why they say connect. It's about being connected. And so if you're a part of the church but yet you're not connected, and I'll I'll say this quote that I got from someone based on the scriptures that we just shared. They said, if you're not connected to other believers, you're not connected to Jesus. And we can hear that, no, no, I can't be, no. Hear it again in the context of how Jesus lived his life when he came, how he directed his disciples to, how these scriptures direct us. If we're not connected with other believers, then we're not connected with Jesus. So we have to, we have to. Whether it be here or somewhere else, inside or outside, it needs to be connected with other people that are following Jesus. You need to have that. We have to belong. And they need to belong. Let me pray for us. Father God, show us how to be that community. And it's really exciting to look at all those that have called themselves members at Branches and to see how many of them are involved in in groups. I think, we didn't do the exact math, I think it's probably 80% or something, but Lord, bring us to completion. And not just branches, but all of our sister churches. The Big C Church. Bring us all into community. Lord, if there's any hands or feet that are out there on their own, Lord, show us how to invite. Show us how to um, reach out and, and give them the courage to step as well, Lord. Bring us together in unity, united together, intent on one purpose. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.